0: The views and opinions expressed on the Middle Class VO podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests. Any feelings hurt therein are an unfortunate byproduct of the quest for infotainment. Also, please be reminded that concerted efforts have been made so as not to put anyone's knickers in a twist. Having one's knickers in a twist is not an objective or goal. However, if your knickers are in a twist and it persists for more than four hours, please seek out a physician. Moreover, if anyone were to feel besmirched by any of the commentary on the Middle Class VO Podcast, it would be purely coincidental. No besmirchment is intended. Please enjoy.
1: Coming up on the Middle Class VO
0: Podcast. Remember, your character doesn't have a script. You have to let the words come to your character. And now it's time to open your mouth and give a performance. I want you to be in character. Be in character first, then say the words.
1: If you need any learning, we're just an email away. Corporate
0: Tell us what to say. Explain our video, imaging radio, slinging local cars, reading IVR. No, we ain't no stars.
1: This is the middle class VO podcast. The middle class VO podcast. The middle class VO podcast.
2: <laughs> this is going to be such a fun podcast today. We're excited to have a guy who uh, started out as a child actor at the Karamu House in Cleveland, Ohio. He studied theater at McAllister College in St. Paul. He left to tour as a professional musician. He also received a degree in jazz with, with a guitar minor. Then he moved to San Francisco in the 80s. He worked as a DJ. He uh, first did some character work uh, with some animation stuff that uh, we are going to uh, surprise, Dave, coming up in just a little bit with some really really cool audio but without further ado legendary voice actor and just overall great guy dave finoy dave thanks for coming on today oh thank you so much how are you uh, we're doing good. Let me let me just highlight some of the uh, video games that uh, you've done, Dave. The Walking Dead Telltale series, Batman, uh, Spider-Man, Bayonetta, Saints Row, Tomb Raider, Fallout, New Vegas, a ton of stuff. Dave has also been on Murder, She Wrote. Wow. And uh, he's been on Hulu for a long time, doing announcements and stuff like that. And Dave is one of the legends in the voiceover world, and we're so glad to have him on right now to uh, talk about video games and uh, how to get into your character how to audition and all that kind of stuff and uh, Dave you got a great workshop coming up do you want to tell us about that real quick well
0: uh, coming to town here in Los Angeles uh, get your game on uh, which is going to feature me and a a number of other uh, well-known voices and directors Uh, In the video game industry, Uh, Tom Keegan, a director, Andrea Toyas, uh, J.B. Blanc, who's both a director and an actor, Mark S. Dale from London, a great director, Uh, Victoria Aiken, and a number of other voices. And along with that three-day conference, I'll be doing a two-day workshop on Saturday and Sunday. All this takes place February 28th through March 1st. Uh, at the Marriott at the Burbank Airport.
1: Wow, that sounds awesome. So, so you know, I know with the an- animation genre, Dave, that, you know, they say you really should live in L.A. Is it that same way with gaming, or can you be anywhere?
0: You know, I really think you can be anywhere. The world continues to get smaller thanks to the Internet and technology. Uh, Now, there are some AAA games that you might not be able to get into if you're living someplace else. Uh, But we're talking about the biggest entertainment industry in the world, video games, more money than music and movies combined. Uh, And video games are being developed all over the world, we have colleges now that uh, have game developer programs. Colleges are now even fielding video game teams. It's it's amazing. So if you you know you got a Mac, a microphone, and a high speed internet, and good <laughs> acting ability, uh, you can do a number of video games uh, f- from around the world, right wherever you are.
1: Ba-da-pah!
2: So, Dave, how does acting in video games differ from other types of acting, and in commercial voice work for that matter?
0: We have some very specific challenges uh, as actors in video games. The style of acting is more like movies or television or on stage, but all you have in front of you is a script, a microphone, and... Oh, yeah, that's it, a script and a microphone. You may have a a director on the other side of the glass, probably do, uh, directing you, uh, uh, perhaps the script writer, but in terms of the tools you have, you are missing another actor uh, who you bounce energy off of, who you listen to. Uh, You are missing a costume, uh, because you're just standing there in your clothes, and No, we don't all work in our pajamas in voiceover. (laughs) Um, You're also missing blocking. Uh, Once again, all you have are the words on the page, and you have to read them. And uh, another problem you have is that uh, the words that you're reading, you are probably seeing for the first time. Now, that's a lot of challenges to, as I say, take the words off the page and bring these characters to life. Well, I'm gonna give you some tips now on how you can improve uh, your voice acting for video games and not be quite so concentrated on the words. First of all, you're usually gonna get a a little um, information about the game. Uh, And just like movies have different genres, Video games have different genres as well. Uh, You're not going to have the same kind of energy and read for a romantic comedy video game. Yes, they have romantic comedy video games or uh, a buddy comedy adventure game as you are for, say, The Walking Dead game. The feel is very different. So the first thing you want to do is get an understanding of the style of the game that you're going to be working on. After that, you want to look at that character that you're playing and find out who that character is. They'll give you a character description. Uh, It may be short. It may be long. But read that character description over a number of times to get a sense of who that character is, what their worldview is. Uh, Sometimes they'll give you uh, an idea of the kind of performance they want, by giving some cultural touchstones. Uh, And by that, I mean they might cite uh, several performances in some movies, television shows, or plays uh, that that they're thinking about that kind of feel. I prefer it when they give you more than one, uh, so you're not trying to emulate just one thing, but you get an overall idea of how this character is supposed to feel.
1: Just wondering, do you look for anything in particular when you're looking over the character
0: description? Um, When you're reading that character description... Pick out those things that you think are most important. Um, Every character in anything has uh, buttons to push. But just like you in your life, because you have buttons to push, we don't live in our buttons. But we do need to know when those buttons are being pushed, the kinds of things that trigger that. So make sure you find that out. So, you know, what does your character love? What does your character hate? Uh, what is the background of your character? Uh, and the more in-depth the the characters are, uh, the deeper you need to go into that character. You're going to find some characters that, gee, you do need to know about the, the relationship they had with their mom or the horrible thing that happened to them when they were five. And then some other characters, all you need to know is the kind of personality they have because the characters are more stereotypical uh, and and. We're not going to be getting deep into those characters. So, uh, another issue we have with video game character is you will not know the arc of any character. You will never see the entire video game script. They're not going to send it to you for an audition. And you won't get it when you're on the job. You will just see scene, 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 scene. Well... How do you know how to play this character if you don't know the arc of this character? Kind of the same way you play your life. Uh, we all have uh, personalities. We all have tendencies. We all have a worldview. Um, and, but we don't know our character arc. We don't know on a day-to-day basis how our day is going to start, how it's going to end. Or we may know how it starts, but we don't know at the beginning of a day how it's going to end at the beginning of a week, a month, or a lifetime. So... All we can be is ourselves in the moment. So find out who that character is and play that in every scene. Play that character's tendencies. So I'm going to give you some uh, things that you just have to pay attention to. First of all, why is your character saying what your character is saying? And by that, I don't mean in the overall game. I mean very specifically in the seconds before your character opens his or her mouth. Why is your character saying? What's that motivation? What happened? Uh, Did the character see something, reacting to something? Uh, Is the character answering a question, uh, asking a question? Why is your character saying what your character is saying? Now, this is the big four. Write this down. What is your character thinking? What is your character feeling? What is your character doing? Who is your character talking to? And what's that relationship? Even if your character is talking to his or herself. Okay? What's your character thinking? What's your character feeling? What's your character doing? Who's your character talking to? And what's that all about? What's that relationship? Given that, answering those questions for yourself, you'll be ready to handle any scene of any video game character in any game. So hang on to that. Uh, Now, a couple more things. Uh, Where is your character? Uh, Is your character inside, outside? Is your character uh, hot, cold, sick? healthy, energized. Uh, we want to we pay attention to the condition of the character and the condition of where the character is. Is your character in an office? Is your character in a desert, in a jungle, on top of a mountain? We want to picture what, where that character is and what the conditions are both for the character and the, what's surrounding the character. We want to have a picture in our minds of what that scene is going to do. Uh, so perhaps your character, uh, I'm thinking of a, a particular script, uh, a character is sitting by a fire talking to uh, someone who's been injured and is just waking up. And uh, the character um, is, is kind of quiet and he's poking the fire. And thinking about the—when I go back to uh, what your character is doing— When I say doing, I don't mean necessarily he's jumping, he's in the middle of a fight. It's anything he's doing. Your character may be laying back uh, trying to take a nap and someone's talking to him. Your character may be sitting at a desk answering questions while trying to find information on a computer. Your character may be uh, giving clever banter while in the middle of a battle. Uh, your character may be writing something sipping a cup of tea anything that your character is doing uh, which could be as simple as he's sitting down behind a desk uh, he's running he's walking uh, he's uh, piloting a ship whatever your character is doing you want to uh, mimic the 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 what that might be in your body because you're Body informs your voice. So if your character is scratching his head, that's going to change a little bit how uh, he sounds. Uh, If your character is uh, a little bit out of breath because he's been running or just got away from something, that's going to change how your character's read comes out. So once again, this is something else that you really want to pay attention to. And be that character first, then say the words. Be the character first, then say the words.
1: That's scat worthy. Okay, Dave, so as a pro who's been in this genre for a long time, any tips for auditioning?
0: When you audition, uh, that's probably the most important thing to do, is to audition well, is to bring that character to life. Uh, a, A company, a casting director, is not going to give you the job because they like your voice. They're going to give you the job because they feel like you are the character, that that performance that you're giving is the character. So we want perfect auditions, absolutely perfect. And one of the biggest problems we have in voiceover is sounding reedy, and this goes across the board. So I'm going to give you some information now uh, that is going to help you not only with your video games but with everything else. I call it the three-in-three. When you get that script, and this, of course, is for audition purposes only because you won't have time to do this when you're on the job. On the job, it's now and now and now with that script that you're seeing for the first time. But when you're auditioning, I want you to read the script in your head three times. Then I want you to read the script and mouth the words three times. And I'm not talking about mouthing the words... uh, in character, but just mouthing the words so that you get them in your mouth. So one time in your head, and then you, you might be, you know, very quietly to yourself. And each time that you're doing this, and we're talking about six times here, each time that you're doing this, uh, you are thinking about What's going on with this character? What's this character thinking and feeling? What's this character doing in this script? Uh, what does, what does the, the scene look like? Where am I? Uh, where is he or she? Uh, are they walking? Who are they talking to? What's the relationship? Uh, what's the inner dialogue going on? Now, oh, this is a biggie. Get the inner dialogue of, of your character. As you're reading those lines... What might your character be thinking other than what he's saying? Because you know, you we all have inner dialogue. I want you to imagine, you know, yourself out on a date, and uh, you know, if you're a guy, you taking the young lady out. You've been trying to get her to go out with you for a while, and you're sitting there in the restaurant uh, across from her, and you just sat down. You the waiter has brought the menus, you're looking at them and having a little chit-chat and and you're you you know you're saying to her, oh yeah, I hope you like the restaurant, uh, I, 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 I'm so glad to find out you're not a vegan and I hope you like this place, they're famous for their steaks and uh, and, and uh, I'm glad you could come out and you look really nice. Meanwhile, what you're thinking is, wow, I hope she likes me and wow, she's really looking good, that low-cut dress, maybe, maybe I'm going to get lucky tonight. Those are the kinds of things that might go on in your head. And, well, we should look at what she might be thinking. Well, he seems like a nice guy. He's asked me out so many times, and he does seem interesting. And my girlfriend said uh, that he has a pretty good reputation. So, uh, yeah, okay, uh, you know, I'm hungry. I got to eat, so I'll go out. But ain't no way nothing's happening tonight. We'll just have to see. Because we all have an inner dialogue that may or may not uh, coincide with exactly what it is we're saying to somebody else. Sometimes we're lying, or we're having characters that lie. None of us lie, of course. <laughs> uh, but maybe your character's lying. Maybe your character, as they're saying what they're saying, is trying to read this other character and has questions in their mind. By honoring that inner dialogue, you will begin to get away from your own inner dialogue of questioning yourself, questioning your, oh, gee, uh, God, word is coming up that, Oh, wow, I'm sounding pretty good here. Well, I haven't made any mistakes so far. Oh, no, no, no I've made a mistake. Uh, because whatever it is you're thinking and feeling about yourself is going to come through your read. So, uh, A, you got to have enough confidence in yourself that uh, some of that goes away. And B, you can get rid of all of that by surrendering yourself to the character and what the character might be thinking. So now we have read through the script in our head three times. We have read through the script just mumbling it three times. Now you're ready to, to actually say the words uh, in the voice of the character. Now, when I say say the words, and the, and the reason that we have familiarized ourselves with the script like this is because it takes a certain amount of brain power to read the words. Reading itself uh, takes brain power. If you you don't know what's coming up, it's all a surprise, and you're looking ahead and you're worried about it. Once you've familiarized yourself with the script, now the words are only there to remind you of what you're saying. And believe me, this is going to help you a lot. I know, uh, like me, I feel like I'm a pretty good sight reader. Uh, But at the same time, you don't want to be surprised by the script. That said, uh, something else I want to mention. Remember, your character doesn't have a script. You have to let the words come to your character. And now it's time to open your mouth and give a performance. I want you to be in character. Be in character first, then say the words. Uh, And speaking of words, let's pretend words don't exist, that there are only phrases. I don't want you to read individual words. I want you to read the phrases. Uh, I want you to glide over the words. So instead of reading the words like this, oh, no, it looks like I'm going to have trouble with that character over there. It would be more like, oh, no, it looks like I'm going to have trouble with that character over there, which sounds more real. The second, uh, don't make the words precious. Make the character precious. Uh, If given a choice between understanding your emotion or understanding the words, I want to understand your emotion. Think about the number of times uh, you have been happy, sad, uh, mad, hurt, and although you were talking, maybe things weren't exactly clear because maybe it was coming through tears or anger. But we understood, or whoever was around you understood, the feeling because they could see it, they could feel it, not just how clearly you said the words. Uh, clarity for words, if you're doing e-learning for children and narration, okay, I get it. But as uh, human beings or crazy characters in a video game, that's not what we're looking for. Clarity of speech is not our gold. Revealing the character is our goal. Letting that character speak through us is our goal. So read the phrases, not the words, and uh, the old saying, oh, just throw it away a little bit. Throw how you say it away in terms of uh, the enunciation. You don't want to throw away the character's emotion, the character's worldview, or anything about the character, but you don't want to belabor the words. Uh, Part of my job uh, when I'm teaching is to help you free yourself from the tyranny of words and punctuation. Writers have to write grammatically correctly. That's not how we as human beings speak. So I want you to pay less attention to the words, more attention to the character, and just say it. Let the words roll off your tongue— If you you think you're doing it right, you probably need to speed it up and pay less attention to the words.
1: Okay.
0: How would you handle that? Do you have any specific techniques for that? Uh, One of the techniques I use uh, uh, sometimes with a student is, look, we're going to watch some television, we're going to watch a movie, and we're going to turn on the closed caption. Now, look at the words as you see them written now listen to the actor, how they say the words. They're gliding over the words. They're not belaboring the words. It's all about the character, not the words. How does that character feel? What's going on in that character's life? Um, The character has to find their words, just like, I don't have a script in front of me. I'm talking to you right now. So sometimes it sounds like I'm trying to remember something because I am. Now, I can do that because I've, I've, taught this for so long, but, you know, and I, oh, I need to go here. I need to t- say this. I need to say this. I'm still finding the words, and there's a certain imperfection in how I do it. If you're trying to make the words perfect, make the the the, the 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 phrases come out perfect, oh, I'm the sentence starts here, it ends here, so I have to get through this with no breath. I have to get through this with no pausing you're paying too much attention to the words. Because in real life, we don't think about when to breathe. We breathe when we need to breathe. Our speech is actually very imperfect in terms of of rhythm. We uh, say words, uh, we we, we have just like I'm doing now. Uh, We find words. Uh, Not everything is perfect. And that's okay. It's the imperfection that makes your read perfect. Uh, so, uh, another thing learn to do efforts. You got to learn to do efforts. And those are the sounds that people make when they're not speaking. So, you're getting hit, you're being hit. Uh, ah, uh, 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 I'm running. Uh, uh. Those are efforts. Learn to do efforts. Efforts. If you're taking a course with me, we'd spend more time with that, but efforts are very important. Be careful of what I call traps in a script. Uh, The writer's trying to help you out so they may, uh, well, this word's important, so I'm going to capitalize it or put uh, a a line under it. Uh, Be careful of that. The writer's trying to help you out, and sometimes they're hurting you. Whatever the writer has done, make it your own. Don't fall into the trap of, oh, I have to hit that word. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. The writer's trying to help, but you can't follow each and every uh, underline and capitalized word. Uh, make that script your own. Let it come out in the rhythm of your voice. Uh, I, I say this uh, for people talking about their, their uh, demos. A lot of times, people want to do a demo and have a bunch of different accents, a bunch of different uh, crazy characters on there, and once you're finished listening to it, you have no idea who they are. We want to think of ourselves in many ways as uh, character actors. Ever notice your favorite character actors always seem to make you feel a particular way? It's the rhythm of their voice. It's the way they look. Uh, It's that thing about them that makes them different than everybody else. And guess what? Your secret sauce is that you are different than anybody else. There's something special about you uh, that nobody else has. That's the thing you really want to focus on. Yes, you can do some accents on your demo. You're probably going to do them in work. I certainly do. But you definitely want that agent, that casting director... Uh, to hear your signature voice, who you are. So don't neglect that. I'll give you a little tip on how to find out what you really sound like when you're just talking to people. Take your phone. You're talking with your friends. You're talking with your family, uh, different situations. Just start recording. Record 15 or 20 minutes. Then go back and listen to what you sound like when you are just talking to someone. I mean, I think that is
2: a great piece of advice for, for no matter what genre, video games, uh, commercial reads, uh, documentary narration, even, um, or even the Cold Read Challenge. Dave, if you don't mind, we would like to get you on our segment that we call the Cold Read Challenge. Okay. And it's where we send you a brief script with some direction at the top and you, you just dive dive right in. Okay. Are you okay with doing something like sure. that? Sure. Okay, I just sent you an email, Dave. To your, um, your Dave, your Dreadman. Oh yeah, yeah there Dreadman it is. at Mac. So whenever you're ready, read the direction and just dive right in. Code read challenge.
0: Okay, his troops are gathered for pre-battle speech. Uh, post-modern war hero, bold, gruff, doesn't take crap off of anyone. All right. Down the street there's violence lots of work to be done no place to hang out our washing and I can't blame all of the sun oh no we're gonna rock down to electric Avenue and then we'll take it higher <laughs> That's it man <laughs> That could be one of the best ever. <laughs> Dave, that
2: is brilliant. That's exactly what, that's the cold read challenge right there in a nutshell, man.
0: Uh, You know, and and there was a little inner dialogue going on. Wait a minute. This is rock on down to Electric Avenue. (laughs) I used to love this song.
1: (laughs) Dave, do you continue to to do acting classes? I do. Yourself?
0: I do. Uh, From time to time. It's it's hard for me to uh, get time to do them. Uh, but I do take them when I can. Yeah, can tell, definitely. Uh, and and as, a, as a voice actor, too, I always recommend people uh, never get their ego so large that they're unwilling to learn, that they think they know it all, because we never do. Uh, if, if only to get out of bad habits... Uh, I've seen a lot of actors that say, we're doing TV promos, and they developed this read, and then that job went away, and that read doesn't work anymore for anybody else. Uh, Same way with commercials. And uh, as the video game industry continues to grow, uh, scripts are better. What's expected of actors is more. They're looking for better and better and better actors. So if your uh, acting skills aren't up to par, if you've been getting away with being kind of a a one-trick pony, You need to learn some new tricks. (laughs) (laughs) And Dave, if you don't mind, if you
2: could just indulge us for one more minute, we're going to let you go. But we did a deep dive into Dave Fennoy's acting background, and we uh, dug up a little bit of audio that we would like to play for you and uh, see if you can identify the audio. Jason, roll the clip.
0: There you see, Dick? Zero sweat. We'll make it to the stadium but it's going to take hours. By now, they've already started the concert countdown. (laughs) I I, I think that's me in a cartoon playing Dick Scott in the New Kids on the Block cartoon.
1: How many years ago was that?
0: 1991.
1: Oh, my gosh. I think we have children that are... uh... (laughs)
0: Uh, I Longer was
2: I was kind Longer of a child
0: that. myself back then.
2: <laughs> Dave Fanoi hanging with new kids on the block. Was, oh man, it's funny amazing. because uh,
0: I I was a disc jockey in the decade before. And they were not my favorite group. (laughs) Of course. But uh, I I learned to love them when I got that cartoon. (laughs) Of course you did. Oh, Oh, that's
1: hilarious. (laughs) Well, thanks
2: so much for being on the Middle Class VO Podcast today. And uh, you're going to be at VO
0: Atlanta too, right? Yes, I definitely will be. I'll be doing a couple of workshops there. Uh, One on uh, voice acting for video games, of course. And I'll be doing a course... Uh, finding your signature voice. And we'll have lots of exercises to help you find your voice. Uh, And uh, I mentioned uh, earlier about uh, recording yourself and listening back, that kind of thing. Uh, It will include uh, that exercise and several others uh, to help you figure out who you are, how you see yourself, and sometimes more importantly, how the world sees you. Or hears you.
1: Oh, and don't forget, on Facebook, is it every Monday night? Every Wednesday. Ask Dave Fenoy anything. Wednesday Dave night. Okay, anything.
0: Wednesday. Uh, tune in uh Facebook uh, on uh, the Dave Fenoy page, 6 p.m. Pacific, uh, uh, every Wednesday that I'm in town. And that's most Wednesdays. And uh, I will answer any question you have about voiceover to the best of my ability. I have a question for you real quick. Okay.
1: Has anybody else seen you cook breakfast for them in your pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> One of the best breakfasts my life, let me tell you. you know, <laughs> Stay uh, with David. There, there, at are his people, house.
0: there are people with minds who may uh, misconstrue that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were house guests. House guests.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it.
2: One of the most giving people in the voiceover industry, Dave Fenoy. Thank you again for being on today, and uh, we will let you go. And uh, look forward to uh, your conference going on February 28th through March 1st. The workshop, get your game on in Los Angeles, and if people want to uh, book Dave, you can uh, reach out to
0: him. I guess the email is okay. Dreadman at mac Be happy to send you a link. And and Kevin and Bobby, thank you so much. You're so kind. I love what you do. Want to congratulate you again on your your voice arts award. Uh, you as well. Well done.
2: Thank you, Dave. And Thanks, we'll be talking Dave. to you
0: soon. And uh, we will see you in Atlanta. See All
2: you right, in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Here we come. <laughs> So great to have Dave Fennoy on. He is, he is, he's truly one of the most giving people in the voiceover world. Bobby and I were able to spend a week with him in Normandy, France at a J. Michael Collins retreat. And uh, people often ask, what was your favorite part about that retreat? And I'll answer this way every time. It was the after hours sharing of knowledge and information and just talking about life with the likes of Dave Fennoy, Joe Cipriano, Dave Walsh, and all these other guys.
1: Oh, Yeah. Definitely. Love to do that again sometime soon.
2: What a trick! And he nailed the Coldry <laughs> Challenge. That was great.
1: <laughs> he didn't hesitate a bit when he figured it out, too. It was Yeah. Funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, it, and that is Dave, man. He's just a great actor. And yeah. Uh, yeah. once again, so great to have him on.
1: Hey, don't forget to uh, like us and subscribe, whether we're on Instagram or um, YouTube or Podbean, anywhere. Just subscribe make it a weekly thing to join us here on the Middle Class VO Podcast.
2: Another thing is to keep listening to the Middle Class VO Podcast because we are going to give you updates about VoiceOver Atlanta and going to tell you how you can win some swag at VoiceOver Atlanta coming up. You got to keep listening, though.
1: Swag. The Middle Class VO Podcast is a K2 Media Productions production.
0: All views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests. The McVob Jingle was written and produced by Kevin.
1: Co-produced and performed by Chloe Dolandis.
0: Additional engineering by Zach Zimmit.
1: Bobby's hair and makeup by Rebecca Adlita.
0: Kevin's wardrobe by Slippery Pete's Fashion Emporium.
1: All previous episodes are available for download on Podbean.
0: For the Middle Class VO Podcast, I'm Tracy Thibodeau.
1: I'm Lisa Lou Perry.
2: Thanks for listening.
1: And don't miss the next episode of The Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast. Swag. Swag. The word swag is actually an acronym for stuff we all get.
2: It originated from the dot-com years, where companies used these giveaway items as promotional mechanisms.
1: Another meaning is an acronym for scientific wild-ass guess.
2: Another meaning in the pirate days...
1: Swag was a term for pirate booty. Or treasure. Swag. Swag.
2: You said booty.
1: <laughs> booty. <Baby>. Booty. <laughs>